0: You're hungry because you're listening to everybody eats. What's up? Welcome back everyone to another episode of the Everybody Eats Podcast. I hope you guys are having a great week. It's your boy Bensky Belazare. We have Edem Ekby co-host on the line. And we're here with a special guest, Miss Rua Hamid. So this episode doing something a little different. um, We're starting to talk about non-profits. So this is something that I found interesting. Um, I know a little bit about it, so I want to learn more. I saw Rua had an initiative on Instagram, so I reached out and just want to say thank you for hopping on today's episode. So before we get into that, make sure that you're following us on all our platforms. On our YouTube pages, up as Everybody Eats podcast, all our um, all our episodes are on there. I'm almost complete putting them all up on there, but our episodes are currently on there, so you can watch those. We're on audio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Castbox, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on there, so make sure to like, subscribe, and follow our Instagram page at everybody underscore eats podcast on instagram tiktok will be coming out soon um and yeah that's all so let's get into today's episode so miss real hamid do you mind just introducing yourself uh where are you from what do you do and then we'll start talking about the nonprofit. All right cool so um
1: first things first thank you guys for having me mm-hmm, of course.
0: um Thank you for coming.
1: So, my name is... Ru- <laughs> uh, so, my name is Rohamid. Um, I'm a senior in Queens College. Uh, I major in geology. I'm a geology major. Okay. With a studio arts minor. Uh, Queens College is in Queens. Uh, I do not live in Queens. I live in Brooklyn. Okay. So, what else? Like a little bit about myself. All
0: right. So... Of course, we love our, uh, Edom and I went to Queens College, so this is not the first time we have someone from Queens College here. Yeah. Um, it's funny, uh, just like a little side note, I was thinking about the other day, I was like, yo, like, QC really has uh, some really amazing people. Um, some people I feel like uh, maybe they don't either, maybe they downplay or don't give enough credit to the public, school, uh, public uh, universities or just the CUNY mm-hmm. system, but I can definitely say throughout my time at Queens College, I've met some really amazing people who do a lot of initiatives. And um, our podcast is just proof of that. We've had a lot of people from Queens College, and this is just another initiative. So, Rua, you have a nonprofit called We STEM. It's called We Are STEM.
1: We so, Are like, STEM.
0: So, the acronym okay. for it is WSTEM. Okay, okay. So, so the acronym yeah. is WSTEM. So, could you talk about what is it? What do you do? How did you start that? What's the story behind it?
1: So... I am the founder of the nonprofit We Are STEM. Okay. Uh, How we created ourselves is it's kind of complicated story. So, um, I always wanted to bring scientists uh, like sciences to minorities. I felt like that was an important um, thing to do, especially uh, in like the black community. Yeah. So I didn't really know a way to like go about it. So I knew a lot of people that had nonprofits, like one of the directors of the Seek program. I'm also in the Seek program. I'm the president of Gen 19. Okay. Uh, and also one of my best friends, she works for a nonprofit, and I have a good friend there who's a co-fund, who's also a founder of that nonprofit, um, in uh, Far Rockaway. So yeah, I always wanted to you know support the community, um, do something in sciences that will, um, help the community out, and also just spread the word about science, that science is not what, uh, people usually think it is. Yeah. Um, it's, it's more, it's more than, like, you know, biology, chemistry, there's sciences and everything, there's, Is that science is not just math, you don't have to be math wiz to love science, like, there's more to it than, you know, than what is perceived and what people make think so the way I created it was with a group of friends okay um right so we this is people in the sciences who are interested in the sciences there's accounting majors business majors PR um, it's, it's a mix of people and we're all um, minorities there's a, there's a few people um, there's a few white people in the, in the group but do we all have the same mission And at first, when I brought about the idea, um, I had a few, there's a few opinions. Some people said I shouldn't do it. Some people said I should do it. Um, uh, This, like, is mostly of other founders from other nonprofits. So, yeah, the people that said, said I shouldn't do it said that I shouldn't do it because it's a lot of work. You're still, like, you're still young. I don't think it should be, like it's it's you're literally putting like your whole life into it um it's just it's just too much to to do especially at my age like it's not basically it's not worth it mm. and other people are like yes this is like an amazing opportunity for like us minorities and black people of color like go ahead and like like they're telling me like go all for especially um our head of pr yeah and VR STEM, um cat she She's the one who actually, like, pushed me. She was like, do it. It don't, it don't matter what nobody says. Like, if you're passionate about it, then you just, like, go ahead and do it. Shout so out to her. I was her. like, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was like, do it. I was like, whatever. I, I just did it. Like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, like, even though, like, it takes money to get, it's like paperwork, it costs money. Um, fundraising, you need to make, you need to have money to make money, you know. Yeah. So, um, I didn't really worry about that because I knew, like, the people that worked with me in We Are STEM would, like, we would find a way no matter what. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was basically a story. And I just got a group of friends who were well rounded like, from diverse groups, you know, finance, PR, um, uh, uh, what you call it, graphic designing, and we just did it. And we started in March. And already we presented in Google. We had our uh, first big fundraiser, which went, like, tremendously well. Um, and we're still working on, it hasn't even been a year, and we're still working on some, like, amazing things um, and partnering partnering with amazing, uh, you know, organizations and um, museums, like Museum of Natural History. We're trying yeah. to do Brooklyn Museum. Um, yeah, so... We're trying to, especially Black-owned businesses, we're trying to partner with. We partner with Queens College, HSI STEM, which is another organization for uh, uh, Hispanics in STEM. So, yeah, we have a lot of things coming. But our main mission for the organization is to network, inspire, and enhance minorities. So, like, if I ask someone, if I ask you guys, right, name a Black scientist.
0: Yeah, I think we went over this the other day. I said the only person I knew was George Washington Carver. Uh, Yeah, that and like,
1: how old is he?
0: Like, yeah, that was yeah. And eventually, I'll
1: name a white
0: scientist. Yeah, 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 you know, like Elon Musk and Elon Musk, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's not like they're not there. It's just y'all
1: don't know about them. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And there is an abundance of black scientists, especially in New York City, um, that we don't know about. And our mission is to, you know, inspire people of color uh, with these scientists. And also, um, in New York City especially, this is our main target, just to inspire, network, and enhance students in New York City. It doesn't even have to be students, actually. It's people, you know... um, it ain't no age to to learn something. There's no, there's no, you know, end point in learning. No, yeah, of course
0: it it could be for anybody and everybody. Yeah, so,
1: exactly. Yeah,
0: definitely. So
1: that's exactly what we're trying to do and show that science is more than what it is. It's it's fun. Science is fun, and we're trying to show y'all you know that.
0: Yeah, for sure. How so how
1: fun it is. So.
0: I, I definitely, I definitely, um, you know, I admire you for that because. Um, I would say that the goal, one of the goals of the podcast would be a similar mission of trying to bring out uh, like professional development business awareness uh, to you know, enhance it in the minority community. So I definitely understand that. And I definitely I know um, when we were speaking about this the other day, you were just saying how um, how some people were saying, uh, oh, this is not something that you should pursue this is going to be a lot of work but um i'm i'm glad you didn't listen to those people i'm sure they had their own reasons but any if you were to start yeah. any type of business or go on any type of venture it's going to be the same work the same stress or the same hassle exactly. that you're going to go through but that's not the point like it's about how you're going to persevere how you're going to get over it how and you know focusing on the positives how you're going to help people in the end so um um that really goes to show also the importance of just supporting you know each other and like you said that your friend your one friend told you like no you should go for it no matter what and you know that's that's real important to have those type of people around you in your circle to always encourage you no matter yeah this you know starting this may be hard it may be new may be difficult whatever but you know having those people around you to keep on encouraging you to say like nah this is something you should do if you really feel about it if you're really passionate about it this is what you really believe in and then you know go go with it you know it doesn't it doesn't matter i know how hard it's going to be because that's all part of the journey you know what i mean now you can look back and be like Man, like, we overcame that, or, you know, it wasn't even that big of a deal, now I think about it, or maybe it was a big Mm -hmm. deal, and we got over it, you know what I mean, and that we just learned, we learned through it, you know, so it's all, it's all part of the process. And at the end
1: of the day, I'm not losing anything, I'm still young, I'm twenty-two. like, if
0: it doesn't work, it don't work. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm
1: not, I'm an overthinker, so I'm like, oh my gosh, like, if if I make it, like, I don't. I don't know if people are committed enough. I don't know if people will like this. I don't know if like. I didn't know I could do it. But I was just, you know, I was just very negative about it. And yeah, I was overthinking it. And I just stopped thinking and
0: did it. Didn't. That's and, and that's that's what it's hard. about. Yeah. Just just go ahead and do <laughs> it. So. Um, I want to speak. I know you said that you had uh, an event at Google and you had a fundraiser. So, would you be able to speak a little bit more? I know that interesting story. You said at Google, you partnered up with a, a different uh, nonprofit, and then you were able to, to speak with them at the event in Google, I believe. Yeah. So we
1: partnered with HSI STEM. Um, so, like I said before, HSI STEM is just um, the, or as a nonprofit organization that targets on. Um, Hispanic and Latinos and yeah. um, STEM. So um, they were doing an event in uh, Google and they asked us to present, to pick some students from our own um, nonprofit and to present how, well, we had an option to do anything, but we decided to do a panel about our experience as black people, as black students in the sciences, mm. right? And this is a group of my abilities as well. So that panel went really, really good. I feel like we inspired a lot of people, especially in that organization. And we also got a lot of networks there as well. So and there's a lot of people from Queens College. It was a mix of people, not only just some, like a mix of students, not only from Queens College, but different CUNYs. So yep. that was like a great experience.
0: That's really cool. And then about the, um, you mentioned the the, the fundraiser. So how did you mm-hmm. how did you go about that? What was and what was that for?
1: Okay, so the fundraiser was just a fundraiser because, like, as a nonprofit, we need money, but we can't like we have to fundraise and get donations to get money. Yeah, because it's not for profit. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, we. We broke. We just, <laughs> we just started. Yeah, yeah. So we needed we need a fundraiser. So this is our large fundraiser, but this is like our uh, biggest fundraiser since we started in March. And we wanted to make the most money from this fundraiser so we can start off twenty twenty, um, doing the uh, things we want to do, the events we want to do. So uh, the the head of PR, her cousin. This is all networks. Like I would not. We would not be here unless, like, we didn't know people. Yeah, you know? yeah.
0: Using, using so, those networking skills. Yeah, for sure.
1: It's, it's, it's networking. Networking gets you anywhere you want. <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure. Our- <laughs> Say <laughs> a lot for the people in the back. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's,
1: it's, it's This is, like, networking especially. I feel like as a minority, you need to know how to do. Like, yeah take it till you make it. You know a people person, take it till you make it. Like, you quiet? I was really quiet. I was really quiet in middle school. Like, it was like recess, I would sit in the corner, like, not talk to nobody. Until I know, like, I realized, this ain't working for me. Like, I need to, I need to speak up. I need to, like, to talk to
0: people. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, um, yeah, the head of PR, her cousin had a venue, and whatever and she's also you know a person of color yeah. And she was like yeah it's like she she loved the mission she loved the organization and what we was trying to do so she was like yeah um i have this venue uh space this time and this time y'all can do the fundraiser do whatever y'all want so venue downtown we got it for free right okay? mm. and then um everything else we got the money from uh, little fundraisers we did in uh, qc in queens college it was a little bake sale so we just buy a little like Goods from Walmart um, and stuff, and just sell them throughout campus like like crazy throughout campus, and we made a lot of money from that. So with that money, we got um we it was a it was a brunch fundraiser. So yeah, it was a brunch fundraiser. So we had like you know liquor. It has to be. It was it was twenty one and up. We had you know Bellinis, mimosas.
0: Okay. Um, Okay. We
1: had a set. Yeah. It was a (laughs) DJ. We had a DJ. We had a menu, which was like three three things to pick. It was like pancakes, rasta pasta. It was a very diverse menu, like rasta pasta, uh, barbecue jerk wings, stuff like that. Boy, that sounds good. So
0: um,
1: (laughs) yeah, we all had a good time. People got to live, dancing, whatever. A lot of networking. Um, It was really fun. And we're thinking about have, like making this annual fundraiser, probably like around the same time. Yeah. And uh, just a big annual fundraiser because that one turned out really, really good, and we made a lot of money.
0: That's so, what's up. No, that sounds especially like especially
1: from donations.
0: Yeah, that sounds that sounds amazing, and I hope I hope you do because that I'm yeah. I'm sure even I think we again we spoke about this before. Even if you're in the sciences yourself. Or you're not particularly okay. in the sciences, but if you have interest. I think that's definitely an initiative that exactly. you can get behind, you know. And like you okay. said, science is in everything, regardless if it's in, like, medicine or even in, I'm in, I'm in the business and the in the finance field. Science goes into a lot of the IT and some of the backware stuff. You know, there's sciences that okay. goes into that, computer science. So it's it's part of our everyday life. It's in almost every industry um, that you need exactly. it. So it's something that we should all be you know, at least if you're not necessarily in it yourself, but you should be somewhat cautious, aware, and you should be supporting these type of organizations and initiatives, especially, you know, mm-hmm. reaching out to these minority communities, showing them a new career path, a new job path that, you know, it's, exactly. more than, it's more than just what you think or more than maybe just what you're being told in school, but there are a lot of other mm-hmm. positions, a lot of other jobs that you can, you know, read up about, uh, you know, try and research, do an internship. And if you're interested and that's your passion, go for it you
1: know, so, exactly. I think
0: that's,
1: especially, tough. sorry, no, no, go ahead, go ahead, <laughs> but, um, so, like, yeah, we have three pillars, like I said, so, conspire inspire, um, enhance a network, so, networking, we would do by bringing, you know, black scientists to these, um, to different communities, or have events with black scientists, and also, for, so, that would be, like, the networking part, and especially, like, um, Giving them access to internships you can't get access to normally by just looking at Google. Mm-hmm. So stuff like like I'm a, I'm in the shot like NASA, right? like NASA, right? You can't you can look up you know certain things in NASA, but because we are STEM is affiliated with NASA because we partner with them, there's specific jobs and opportunities that you can't get. Um, just applying online because we know certain people and they know how good we are as a nonprofit and what we want to bring to the table so that network um, itself and you being in that nonprofit puts a name on yourself it's like a it's like a sticker so that's what we're trying to build for the networking part and then for the enhancements it's not just like teaching them because we want to teach we want to enhance minorities as in like give y'all the tools yeah. that school doesn't give you. Do you guys, like, plan, I would say field trips, for like, visits to um, facilities and stuff, uh, like, whether in New York or outside New York, or, like, um... Um, so, labs, right now... Labs, there uh, go. that's the word. Oh, labs. Yeah. So, we want to do that eventually, but right now we're pretty small. We're pretty, pretty small, probably, like, um, like 30 members, um, we, like I said, we just started in March, but we're still growing, you know. Um, so right now we're just, uh, we had a meeting actually last week, and we're trying to target uh, the ins- inspiration part, the inspiration as- aspect of our organization. So with that, we're trying to do some events um, showing that there's sciences in everything. And also trying to bring in some black scientists into the community to inspire as well. So we're trying to not approach everything at the same time because that will, like you know, be confusing. And it'll be just too much for us because we're we're all uh, college students or we just graduated from college, you know. So I, it just a lot of we want to accomplish a lot of things in the organization, but we have to approach it. Uh, smart
0: yeah yeah for sure so
1: <laughs> we gotta we gotta do it step-by-step step. so right now um we're trying to do the inspiration part because that's cheaper um and uh it's cheaper and more affordable and it's easy to do and i feel like that's the that's the more fun part um for people um especially the events that we we've come up with so yeah. So uh, eventually we'll we'll do like field trips and volunteers and you know uh, stuff like visiting uh, you know black uh, black scientists labs and all all that stuff. Yeah, definitely we're gonna do that because that's just part of exp- the experience and trying to like get you into science um, science. That's fits into the
0: inspiration part as well. Yeah, for sure. And I it's again it's like it's all part of the process, part of that growth process, you know. So.
1: Um, yeah it's gonna take time yeah
0: it. but exactly it's gonna take time but you know that's the fun part and um, you know in, in the future in 1, five, ten years from now you can look back and, and, and look back at it you know but I think that's, that's really amazing I'm, I really commend you for that so um, for right now we'll take a quick break um, and then we'll go into the quote of the day into our second segment <laughs> Welcome back to Everybody Eats. We're here with Miss Rua and her nonprofit, We Are STEM. So, we just had a great discussion about that. So, now we're going into our quote of the day. So, Edom has that quote for us. What is it? All right.
1: Uh, you ready? Yeah. Okay, okay. The quote is You can't make decisions based on fear and the
0: possibility of what might happen.
1: Mm.
0: that's good yeah who said it though I got no clue <laughs> that sounds deep though I want to say like Obama but nah right close
1: up. close
0: close you can't that's also make? the president uh, alright I'll say it again you can't make decisions based on fear and the possibility of what might happen Bensky was close with his Obama I guess uh Joe Biden. I don't know. Uh, nope. Close. getting older. Uh, uh, is he black?
1: I'm thinking.
0: Person is black. Yes. Yeah. Damn. Dang. I ain't giving you any more hints. Oprah.
1: Anyway. What?
0: <laughs> Oprah? No. No. <laughs> no. Uh, right gender though, but wrong person. Michelle. Yeah, so woman. Yeah. Oh, Michelle, oh, Michelle, oh, there we go. You said Michelle, like, no hurry. Where are you doing? That's my homegirl. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Got you. Could you say the quote one more time? Uh, you can't make decisions based on fear and the possibility of what might happen. Got you. Got you. Yeah, nah, that's, oh, a, that's 100% facts. I it was a ball player that said it or something. <laughs> yeah, that's one hundred. That's one hundred percent facts. You know, so if you if you're too busy sitting sitting thinking about what could go wrong, or you know you're too busy scared, you're never gonna start that idea. You're never gonna go pursue that thing that you wanna do. You know, and then that's that's how that's how growth happens. When you go, you know, it's okay to be a little bit scared, but like you can't let that stop you. You know, so then once you once you go take action and you start it, then you, you know it'll become a little less scary. It'll be see a little more attainable and. You know, like I keep saying, it's all part of the journey. You know, so there's a lot of things you know with the clothing line, with the podcast that I've been like, you know what? I'm afraid to take the next step. And then when I finally, yeah. you know, suck it up and do it, I look back and I was like, yo, I was like, you know, tripping for no reason. You know what I mean? Like I was, yeah. like I was just like, you know, creating fear in myself, you know, for no reason. And then, you know, you think like, yo, it's not. It was never that hard. It was never that serious. And then, so. Shout out, shout out to Michelle Obama, exactly, exactly, so, shout out, shout out to Michelle Obama for that. Uh (laughs) Alright, so let's go into our last segment, so, for today we're talking about two articles, so the first one, let me pull it up, I saw this the other day, it is, the title of the article is, Uber and Hyundai team up to put flying taxis in the sky, so uh, the article quickly goes, so Uber and Hyundai, they're um, unveiling a flying taxi that eventually for your ride sharing. Um, I guess they, they, at the consumer electronics show in Las Vegas Monday, two companies revealed a model of a four-seat electric flying vehicle that they said you'll be able to summon for a ride through Uber's app someday. The first actual prototype will be ready in 2023. According to a Hyundai uh, spokesperson, a human pilot will fly the air taxi until the company's finalized software to autonomously control it, the company said. So the article goes on, um, but that's that's the main, uh, no, the main, the main point of it. That is-
1: 2023?
0: Uh, 2023, so that's, yeah, it's like three years- That's
1: like years. tomorrow.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty it's, um, did you hear about to me that's real similar, um I think Uber has like helicopters now. Did you guys did you guys see that? I heard, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, yeah that's yeah. a helicopter not a flying car. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: so, I don't know. If you I wouldn't see,
0: read it. If you see pictures of it, it looks like Looks like a helicopter. Yeah, it pretty <laughs> much looks like a helicopter, but it, it looks like something out of Halo, honestly. If you if you played any of the Halo games, it looks like something out of there. But it yeah. looks pretty sick but I mean that's just a prototype. Um, I don't really know what's the difference between this and a. I, I guess it would be cheaper than a, than a helicopter. Because even in the article it says, in the meantime, Uber's is offering human pilot helicopter rides in Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah. The way I see is like, how you like? All right. So clearly, you can't get no average Tom, Dick, and Harry off the street and license them as an Uber driver, give them a medallion or whatever. Yeah. Like they have to be train, like. So, like, do people go to aviation school to be an Uber slash Hyundai ride driver or whatever? Like, like how is that? No, that worked. Yes, I, 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 that's a good question. Because they did say that they eventually wanted to be um, automated. So, wow, I right. guess it would just be...
1: Automated? Well, I'm <laughs> that just That not they, be in the air with no automation.
0: Yeah, because it says a human pilot... <laughs> A human pilot will fly the air taxi into the company's finalized software to autonomously control it. So I guess they would have the first people to try and fly it, or to the first people to fly it. I'm assuming they're going to have to have that already have that license. I guess you know that you know you could do a uh, you could fly a helicopter or a plane or air taxi whatever, and then after that, just like they're making like self-driving cars and things like that, I guess it'll just be a self-flying air taxi. We're not supposed to be anybody a- but Kim Kardashian, Kanye, like Jenner, <laughs> right? Yeah. Biden. I wonder. So this, I, is it just like
1: in Manhattan?
0: So this
1: or is it supposed to be everywhere.
0: This looks like it's supposed to be everywhere, but it just says, "Let's see, Boeing's flying car prototype in its first autonomous flight in 2019 outside of D.C." Oh no, that's a, that's uh that's Boeing. So this is. Yeah, this sounds like it's supposed to be everywhere, but it says it's going to take a while. It says if things go well, it's certainly yeah, it's plausible crazy. for the next 10 years. There are a lot of tough hurdles ahead, but it sounds like it's supposed to be everywhere. I think just like right now, the Uber, um, the Uber helicopter, that's just mainly Manhattan, but I guess this Uber taxi, I'm assuming, well, one, it's probably only going to be in like big cities, one, right? It's not going to be in like, you're not going to uh-huh. go get in the middle of Wyoming, likely not. You're going to do it in the big cities. And then, um, I guess so. it was
1: better in Wyoming, they got space. Where are you gonna make like the landing
0: pad? It would have to be probably wherever the helicopters are now. I don't know. I don't know how the helicopters do it. I'm assuming they have uh, various landing pads and like uh... rooftops. I'm assuming they just like, boom, you know, go there. Or probably like, yeah. I think it might be on um, my airports too, because I think that the point of the, the, uh, the the helicopter the Uber helicopter I think it's supposed to like take you to the airports oh. or to or from.
1: Wow. I thought it was just a plain ride every time. I didn't know it had to like it was
0: gonna thank you so much. Yeah, and it was funny. I saw a meme the other day. I think someone was trying to go from the Bronx to JFK, and they're like, "Yo, <laughs> tell me why the Uber helicopter is cheaper than the Uber it ride?" Cheaper, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's a- which is crazy, y'all. I would have been in that helicopter so quick. I mean, yeah, I mean if it's cheaper than it, yeah, definitely I would have been in that helicopter. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I don't
1: know. <laughs> Somebody flying me I don't know, that's like that's like a different thing. I have to see literally your license,
0: like Yeah, I mean Your
1: piloting like yeah. or
0: whatever. I mean it's the same if you go on a plane, no? Yeah, nah, if like you don't it. look like a pilot. Like, I could, <laughs> a pilot look like a pilot. You know, <laughs> and you got some chins yeah. and like, like, like <laughs> sorry, a jacket yeah. on. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, <laughs> flying in with the seat all the way back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lean back. Trying to whip the. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. Not me. <laughs> nah, never. Yeah,
1: well, that's crazy. It, it was bound to
0: happen anyway, like flying cars and stuff. So yeah, I mean it's about time. Like we're supposed to be like the Jeffersons. So that sounds that looks pretty cool though. Hopefully. Twenty twenty
1: three. Yeah, twenty twenty three. I guess
0: that's supposed to be um, the first. They They're missing something if it's twenty
1: twenty three. They they, so, they Something's going wrong. Nothing
0: the <laughs> <laughs> wrong. They said first actual prototype will be twenty twenty three, and then it says. Um probably will to get into like full effect for like the next 10 years. But oh. <laughs> hey, we shall see. That'll be very, very interesting. But I'll, I'll try it out. I'll try it out. I'll watch. I'll watch <laughs> <laughs> Let me know how it goes. <laughs> so that's that article. I found that really interesting. So the next article um, it's titled "Google AI can spot possible breast cancer better than trained experts and could dramatically improve detection." Um, so I found this real interesting. So uh, the article reads as artificial intelligence Google system could be better at spo- an artificially intelligent Google system could be better at spotting breast cancer than expert radiologists. A new study suggests. The research saw the computer, which was created by Google's AI experts, compared with medical professionals as they both screened mammograms. It found that the AI was largely as good as the humans at spotting indices of breast cancer and that it was much better at avoiding false positives. So, uh, again, the article goes on um, to, to speak more about it. Oh, this the next sentence. Healthcare experts now hope similar technology can be used to improve the rate of detection of breast cancer, which which affects one in eight women, and other health issues. Um, so again, yeah, the article goes on to, to speak more about breast cancer and the and the AI. But I found that to be really really interesting. Um, just in the world of automation of AI, seeing. This goes back to how science is in everything, seeing how AI affects and is going into every single industry from, from teaching, right? Regular school teachers to business and finance. I see it I work all the time. Now into the medical field, seeing being able to detect breast cancer, you know, and to just, you know, simple manufacturing, just seeing how prevalent, how vast this is going and how many jobs it's reaching. Um, it's it's kind of cool. Like some people think it's scary. Um, I think it's only really scary if you don't embrace it, so to speak, like at this point there's no, we don't really have a choice, you know what I mean? AI is going to keep developing and keep getting more complex no matter what, so I think it's just learning to embrace, learning to embrace and adapt. Um, But I think just this article is really interesting, Um, I know breast cancer is no joke, you know what I mean? Um, My mom gets screened every year, I know, um, you know, that's just, you know, it's an unfortunate truth that women have to go through and some men as well, But if this can, if this can accurately detect, you know, and it says it's better at avoiding false positives, I think this is a great development in the medical, in the medical field, in the medical industry. Are you taking jobs? Yeah, man. I mean, (laughs) yeah, I mean, that's the, that's just one of the scary parts. It's like, I mean, I've heard this article, I've heard this argument a uh, a bunch of times where it's like, yeah, maybe taking, yeah, it's taking jobs. But then a lot of people argue, well, jobs are being created because there's going to be it's just, jobs are being created in just a different sector. You know, it just means that more jobs are going to be created in the computer programming, um, AI coding field as AI gets more um, you know, complex There's going to be people uh, yeah. to create and to run those. Um, yeah, and, people need to start, like, specializing. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: It's going to start specializing, and then you're just going to see, well, this is where organizations like, you know, WSTEM come in, you know, teaching students about, like, sciences, you know, because the next generation, mm-hmm. you know, the next generation, like, the most profitable major is going to be in that computer programming, IT, that whole, like, tech field, that is going to be, mm-hmm. that is currently and definitely for the next generation going to be where all the money is. Um, and I yeah. think that's just, like... I think it's kind of a cycle. Like I feel for a while, I feel like I've heard, you know, it used to be accounting, right? Accounting was like, you're gonna go, you go to school, you're gonna do accounting, you get out, you can guarantee the job. It's still like that to a certain extent, but like the next wave is gonna be tech, where it's like you go to school, you study tech, you come out, you can have a great job. Or even if you don't necessarily have a degree, a lot of these bigger companies say you don't even need a college degree to get into tech. You just need to have the skills. So if you can yeah. even self-teach yourself certain coding skills. And, um, you know, or get familiarized with those type of skills, get internships. You could still be as competitive um, in these, you know, big bigger companies where AI is going to be used. You
1: might not like it, but you need it. Like, right now, I hate, like, I took computer science, C++, like, that's, like, the one-on-one. Yeah. In Queens College, like, my sophomore year, hate it. Boy. I hated it so much. Boy. It was so bad. I I, hated
0: it. I took a computer science class my freshman year. Honestly, I think that no. was the oh my! god. No. I it was I had no clue what was going on the whole semester. Like honestly, uh, I think it, and and I was so livid. I was so mad because the on the description right when I did my schedule it was like intro to computers, right? So I'm intro, like, intro. right? So I'm like intro to computers. I'm like, all right, they're gonna tell me what a screen is, a keyboard, how the computer works. Like I thought it was like how to like how a computer works. Then like. Like, then I wow. was like the for like the first two weeks. We we're going to like we we're going through parts of a computer. I was like, yo, this is light. Then like week three, they're like, boom, alright, pull out the coding. I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, excuse me. So I was like, you know what, you know, let me stick it out. Yeah, I was like, you know let, let me stick it out, you know, let me see if I can get it. Yo, nah, nah, it was clip. I had no clue. And that was like the first yeah. class I had to like because I was like, you know, I I was like, I, I just I just couldn't. And left that, the crazy bad taste in my mouth. I was like, nah, I'm not touching computer science. I'm not touching none of that. But
1: And it's not even that bad. It's who, it, who teaches you. Because it's like for coding, it's like a thousand ways to do one thing. Yeah. And the thing that like, like killed me was the algorithms. Because it that C++ intro. So I was like getting there like, okay, C in this, C else this. Like you are telling the computer what to do or whatever. And then they put some numbers in there. But the numbers don't mean numbers. <laughs> <laughs> like, and the letters don't, the words don't really mean what they mean. Like, it's it's different. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't know, it's like 6 plus 3 equals 12. Like, I, like, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, that's, when, that's when I knew, like, this is, this is not for me. But I don't know. It's the way the curriculum is set up. They should have gave you, like, a a prerequisite, like, you need to know algorithms to do C++ stuff. something. I
0: don't
1: know, you, like, I mean, I need it now, like, I have to teach myself um, Python and Terminal yeah. right now, which is not that bad, but teaching myself is, it was better than what they was teaching me, because um, I need it right now for, because I'm going to Antarctica in February to do, um, uh, for Expedition, um, and I'm gonna be doing maps, uh, like bathymetric maps, on Python and Terminal. Yeah. So I need to know that skill to, you know, create the maps before I go. I it's not, it's not that bad. I don't know. It's the person, it's the people that teaches you. I yeah. feel like that.
0: That makes. That makes it that it. a lot. No, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think for for anything, obviously, you guys got, definitely gotta be a good teacher. For me, though, like, I was never. Like, I always say, like, I, I knew the basics of computers. I was never really too tech savvy. I just knew how to do what I wanted to do. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't, like, too, too well-versed. I just knew everything. I knew how to use, you know, Microsoft Office and, you know, reset a computer, all that basic stuff. So I was never really too into it. And then I just thought it was a cool major. I think, I don't know if I did it for a requirement, an elective. I don't know. But that class was absolutely nuts. Um, I'm so glad the rest of my like econ major. I didn't need to have to touch that but but I know like I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to learn it just just to have that as a valuable skill have some sort of yeah just because you never know um, where life is gonna take you and yeah you never know when it's gonna become needed so that's something I need to teach myself I know they have like like, online courses and programs and um, just YouTube honestly also everything that's another that's another key thing YouTube is a great teacher it teaches you a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. It teaches
1: you a lot, and they have um different. You know, they have apps to like like on the go. You can just like code. It's like little game things that you can like, you know, code in Python or whatever. the
0: topic? Uh, no, nothing. Just saying, like, uh, coding is definitely a great, useful tool to have. Um. I'm
1: sure we'll have a lot more computer science, engineering, and just people in that section of the sciences on this podcast soon because that's definitely the next thing that's coming. Everybody's learning to automate everything. Even, I know, where Bensky works, one
0: of the teams is working with an actual AI. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. At work, we have have that discussion using bots, AI, automation, and all that stuff. So um, it, it's touching every field whether you like it or not. Um yeah, yeah maybe it's taking jobs, but it it sucks, but at this point, like I said, like it's 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 happening, you know what I mean? So it's like yeah. you just have to adapt. It is
1: what it is. Yeah, yeah,
0: man. So um just just teach yourself a skill, stay on top of it, be watchful of trends and you know, just just stay on top. Make sure that, you know, you're teaching the next generation, getting involved and staying educated. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think that that pretty much sums up everything we want to talk about this episode, Rua. I want to thank you again for coming out. Thank you for being patient with us, um, regardless of this podcast. So I want to thank know. you for coming out. I'm really um, just as a fellow QC, I'm really proud um, of, the, of the organization that you started, and um, I'm really excited to see how it grows. Um, I'm, you know, I definitely want to learn, keep learning more about the nonprofit space, and who knows, possibly I could, you know, have this podcast turn into a non-profit or something like that so who knows
1: anything is possible
0: anything is possible for real for real but I'll definitely
1: keep you you guys updated on certain events that we have and
0: stuff for sure so actually how can people how can people reach out and learn more about WSTEM is there a website, Instagram, social media
1: yeah so on social media um, you can add us at NYC. okay Um, our instagram is what we use the most but we're trying to um do every platform uh like update every platform more but you guys can just send a dm or email me uh directly or the organization directly at uh, we are stem at yahoo.com
0: okay so one more time the email is we are stem at yahoo at yahoo.com
1: yeah and then for
0: instagram is we is just we are stem
1: we are
0: STEM NYC. We are STEM so, yeah. NYC on Instagram. Yeah. Alright. So definitely yeah, DM me um, DM the org that I'm Yeah, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible or email
1: the org as
0: well. Alright. So you guys heard it. If you guys are interested, you can go reach out on those two platforms. Um so again, like I said, I want to thank you for coming out onto the show. For those listening, make sure you tune in to all our audio platforms, Spotify. Uh, Apple podcast cast box make sure you're looking up that everybody eats podcast make sure to like subscribe leave a review comment what are your ideas if you have anything you want to talk about if you know any other nonprofits that we should be in contact with definitely let us know in the comment section you can hit us up on Instagram page um, subscribe to our YouTube channel uh, so you're up to date with all our episodes and also We are interested in getting a social media marketing intern. We are very, we are in the looks for an intern to help with our social media marketing. If you are, if you are good at it, if you know anybody, if you have any recommendations, definitely reach out, reach out to us. Um, We would love to talk internship. We could do a stipend, we could just help you out, help us out, bring value to each other. So um, besides that, that, that covers everything. I hope you all have a great evening. Thank you guys for coming on to this week's episode. We'll see you next week.